Good morning and thanks for joining us on today's episode of, well, I like to say, doing business better. But uh, Maple likes to call it something else. Good morning, Maple. Good morning. I also like to call it doing business better, but of course, it's named Business Advantage. Well, I like to call it doing business better. Yeah. Well, but you need an advantage to do business better, right? Okay. Exactly. Let me let you in on a secret. I'll let you in on a secret. If you follow Maple on social media, I think, you know, the way he writes will give you a better understanding, you know, of what we get to talk about. I like the fact that sometimes he writes about these things. He gives me an idea of questions, more appropriate questions to ask so today i want to implore you follow him he's on facebook uh linkedin too linkedin twitter instagram uh-huh. but i'm more active on facebook yes maple dapper just you know just follow and you'll see what i'm talking about in fact sometimes the 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 nuggets he drops the gems he drops on social media they're nothing. I'm telling like what we talk about here is nothing compared to it because it's like inspiration strikes or he sees a situation that will be a learning moment for someone and he just drops it instant. So by the time he waits till it's Friday to come here to talk about it, sometimes <laughs> you really don't feel it. I'm telling you, give yourself the added advantage. But Maple, let's get what you have for us this morning. Well, I, you should have given me heads up because you just took me on a race. Oh, really? <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you for that. I, I take it as a compliment. I, I take it as a crown or as an extra feather to my cap. <laughs> right. Good morning. Good morning, dear listeners from all over the world. Uh, today, um, H, I, yes. I want us to talk about something, and I hope you will join me in this conversation today. Okay. Yes, and um, I came to talk about something else. Oh. Yes, or no, not I came. I intended to talk about something else okay. this morning. You know, I wanted to talk about um, combating inflation, you know, dealing with the, the challenges of inflation. Mm. But then um, I read a post from my very good friend, uh, someone that I hope to invite to this show someday, um, soon. someday soon. Yes. I read a post from him and um, he asked a question pertaining to something I used to write about some time ago and something I've actually been working on. It's been like some sort of a journey for me and uh, it's actually become a project, a project I'm not ready to let out of the bag yet. Mm -hmm. But he asked a question. He said um, his first child is five years old and his second child is um, three years old. And then he wants to teach them about business and he's wondering what is the best way to go about it so he was asking his um his friends on facebook to give him ideas on how best to teach um his children business so of course lots of comments lots of opinions lots of views you know interesting but it got me thinking you know about something that i had to experience something i've also observed and something i've also thought about so that's a combination of three things okay. i've experienced it I've observed it and, and I've thought it. a whole lot about it, okay. you know, and, um, you know, I, 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 I realized that, um, the biggest challenge that I've had to deal with as a business consultant, of course, with focus on branding and marketing, but as a business consultant, generally, the biggest challenge I've had to deal with is the fact that most of the clients I've had to deal with, you know, are more or less accidental entrepreneurs. Okay, they stumbled into it. Yes, you know, we most of us stumbled into this thing called entrepreneurship. 
we were not really prepared we were not really groomed we were not really primed for it a few persons did you know they probably maybe had a mother or a grandmother who you know sold at my one market or who ran a supermarket and went from when they were teenagers they were already going there you know during holidays to help us so they started learning you know the practical skills and knowledge with regards to running the business so but they are just, they are the minority the, the majority of us you know were not really groomed on this thing and when you look at you know um when you scale down just you know when you talk about things like grammar for example language and all that particularly the english language right you trace it back to the basics of alphabets so when they teach children when you want to teach children english language where do you start from you start from teaching them the alphabet mm -hmm. and then they move from alphabets to two letter words three letter words before they eventually start making sentences and all that basics, so so yeah. if we scale entrepreneurship business down to its very basics do you know where we're get, going to get to what the abc of business is it's money understanding mm -hmm. money so I get to realize that, you know, a lot of us are struggling with, I mean, I look at myself and count my num the number of um, um, years I've spent so far on earth. And I'm asking myself at this age, you know, with, with a family and with children, there are certain kind of, you know, money issues I shouldn't be having anymore. And when I look at what I know now, I wish that I knew it when I was a younger man. You know, I wish I knew it, for example, when I was in university. Imagine going through the university and it's after you graduated, maybe a few years after you graduated, start understanding, you know, a lot of these things. Mm. Yeah, so I've, I've had to, you know, um, think long and hard about it, you know, from experiences with clients, you know, to um, associates, you know, to friends, to general observation. In fact, it actually even led my company to start running a series, series of um, business trainings. It, okay. yeah we called it vantage business workshop and we we held up to about i think six to eight editions before we put it on hold even though we intend to start it again but a revamped and a better organized um version of it but the reason why we started that workshop series was to address the same problem you know of better business knowledge to 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 bridge um the gap you know when it comes to business but like i said i don't even want to talk about business we've been teaching business a whole lot on the show and the show is even titled business mm -hmm. advantage yeah. but today my, my focus is you know and i think the topic is we can do better you know is has to do with money management you know understanding the basis of money and the reason is because um a lot of us grew up receiving handouts from parents from um, uncles from aunts so if you want to go back to school let's say you're in the university and you want to go back to school of course you talk to your parents to give you something you know um you talk to your uncles your aunts so we've gotten used to receiving what do we call that grants handouts please help me handouts more like okay so we get handouts you know as part of their support which is not bad at all in fact even before university when we learned how to start putting offering in church for those of us who went to church and did not use the money to buy sweets so when we learn how to start putting offering in church, we're not putting our own money in the offering basket. Well, yes, money is our parents' gift. Exactly. Us. You know, of course, so on the one hand, they were teaching us how to give offering in church. But on the other hand, they were actually the ones giving the offering, not us. Yes. So, I started something with my son. A lot of times, he gets to ask me for ice cream. Mm. Daddy, I want ice cream. 
and I say I don't owe you ice cream. Ice cream. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to correct something wrong with my own upbringing. Okay. Something wrong with the upbringing of many of us. I had friends who said these things to me when I was much younger, but it felt to me as though that your uncle waiting being problem mm-hmm. self to do. But now I understand what those parents, those uncles were trying to do. One of the best things any parent, any uncle, any aunt, any older sibling, any older cousin can do for you is to teach you how to earn your own money. So the statement, don't give me the fish, teach me, teach how, me how to, makes deeper sense to me when, the more I think about it. So when he comes, my son comes and he says, ice cream. I say no. And I start listening to the things that I owe him. His school fees. Housing. Housing. Food. The food he's going to eat. His school uniform. Sense of love. Yes. What he's going to eat when he gets to school. So his snacks and his, his lunch pack, his school uniforms, his school sandals. You know. And I list these things for him. And I tell him that any other thing that I give to you outside of these things, it is called privilege. I don't owe it to you. You know, I try to, he will ask a lot of questions. I try to break it down as much as I can. Sometimes it's a struggle for me to leave big, big words and explain it to him in very simple Simple terms. terms. But I achieved the goal at the end of it to explain to him. Of course, the initial period, he will whine, he will cry, he would, you know, run to one corner and all of that, you know. And I also have to be patient because I know sometimes I'm moved to say, come, just buy this boy this ice cream. Sometimes I do buy it for him, but the other times I stand my ground because he needs to learn this thing early on in life. Okay? So we got to the point where... He now said, but why? You know, he started asking questions. I said, okay, finally, we're coming out of the whining and the crying phase mm. to the curiosity phase. Yeah. He was beginning to ask questions. I said, okay, that's, that's fine. You know, and I explained to him and I tell him that if you want to buy ice cream, you need to have your own money to buy the ice cream. And he says, but I don't have money. I says, but you can have money. And he says, how? I said, you work to earn money. And he says, well, I don't have work. I said, have you asked for work and you're not giving? And he says, okay, daddy, give me work. I want money. <laughs> you know, so the conversation goes on. And I begin to think of, okay, so what kind of work can I engage him with at home? So when he's done, I give him some money. Okay. Yes, initially I thought of just normal stuff, you know, okay, go arrange your books and all that. But I thought about it that I, I'm trying to teach him something meaningful, but I may do it the wrong way and pass the wrong message because mm-hmm. he is meant to arrange his books. So why do I need to pay him for it? He's meant to display to the kitchen when he's done eating. So why do I need to pay him for it? So I stopped paying him for obligatory tasks. I started figuring out non-obligatory tasks, things that he's not obliged to do. do. For example, I could ask him to give me a feet massage. Okay. I don't need it. But I engage him. Even if you need it, it's not his responsibility. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. So I ask him to give me a fit massage. And when he's done, I give him 50 naira. I give him 100 naira. Sometimes I give him 200 naira. There was one occasion I asked him to do something. I can't remember him. And I gave him 500 naira. You know, so. He said, I have getting these monies. Of course, he's a child. So he gets carried away with play sometimes. And he doesn't ask for tax to do. Two weeks gone, three weeks gone. He's not done anything. He's not earned any money. 
and then he comes to say daddy uh, he comes to whisper in my ears and tells me maybe something that he saw from someone mm. that he likes and he wants me to buy for him i say no you are forgetting son you need to buy it by yourself i don't have money he says but i don't have money i say because you stopped working <laughs> and he puts his hand over his face like ah <laughs> this man again <laughs> you know so we go over it so there are times that of course i buy him gifts i can buy him a tablet because of course if he has to work to earn money to buy a tablet he's going to work for the next 10 years for you, him to be able to get that 45 yeah. to go buy a tablet you know so i do some things for him but he's getting the lesson you know he's not consistent with it he forgets a whole lot but there is a shift i've noticed you know in the past two months plus he's earned some money and he has refused to spend it. This is the same person that once you give you fifteen hundred naira, he's thinking of what he wants to and buy. His biscuits, yeah. Exactly. He's immediately he's thinking of what to buy. And I said, so I moved from earning. I've taught him about earning. I have to start teaching him about what spending. Spending now. You know because he's quick to want to spend. And so by that he has turned my alarm to spend, and then the next time he comes for something, I said, I don't have money. You've used the money to buy to buy uh, what they call a biscuit. So I don't have money. So I noticed that there is a shift happening. He's not quick to spend anymore. So I had to start teaching him from earning to spending and then to saving. So I gave him, uh, what do you call it, a saving box. Piggy bank, if you like. Even though he's preferred to use um, a purse from his mother that she doesn't use anymore so he has abandoned the the saving box and prefers to use to use a purse and you put the money inside and zip it <laughs> i said okay no problem so long as you still have the idea you know and then from time to time i think part of why he doesn't use the saving box is because he likes to count his money yes, so from time to time he brings out the money and, count all and he counts all of it and he puts it back into the purse he's the only one who knows where he keeps he has a target he keeps he gives the purse <laughs> <laughs> you know but he's learning the idea now h one day um i think about six weeks ago he came he told it was his mom he told and then one day he came to me to tell me as well too i and i had to confirm what his mom said to me he said to his mom first that we buy him snacks every day his mom said yes and that daddy told him that you know, buying him snacks every day is part of our duty. Mm. He said, yes. He said, okay, so why are we not buying the snacks from him? Okay. So he wants to sell snacks that you buy from him for him? Yes. Okay. That's, that's a good... That's an <laughs> I mean, that's another way. You do the business, you still benefit from it. Yes. Mm. So his mom said that it's like he's getting the point gradually. So what do we need to do? We need to buy a carton of the biscuits he takes to school and, and also buy a carton mm. of the juice he takes to school and then we hand it over to him of course with regulation because if you leave him it's going to finish that thing in three days of course. so we hand it over to him now whenever the maid who helps to buy the snacks for him wants to buy the snacks she goes to him and buys the snack the you know each day's snack from him okay if we buy the carton of course there's a margin that's going to be on it mm. when we start when he starts selling it individually so at the end of the day he makes some gain you know on top of the so of course buying the carton is our duty we don't our duty you know and all of that but it's more or less like we're investing you know in him 
and then he sells. So that means that we now need to start teaching him about currencies, because if he, if you give him hundred naira, and you want to buy something of twenty naira from him, you give him a hundred naira note, right? And you would expect him to give you say. 18 naira, which is 20 naira, 4 20 naira notes, mm -hmm. right? Now, do you know what he's going to tell you? You gave him one money and you want him to give you four money, money. it will not work. <laughs> It's the computation <laughs> problem. I think we all went through exactly. that stage. Exactly. Like, I can remember the video as a child. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I didn't want to have any of it. You know, I'd given you, I'd been given five naira, then it was lower denomination, yeah. of course five naira and all that and then did they ask for my money maybe we're going shopping and you know i, I know my mom won't buy the dress that i like so she mm. will say you can only pick what you want when yeah. you begin to pay for it that's, yes. that's how we grew up so and i said hey that my money i want it to do as we're going to the market so that i can put forward my own money and yes. buy the kind of dress that i have want. that i want even yeah. though my money was never actually enough, enough. and then the woman gives me 15 naira. <laughs> Like, I've given you, like, six uh, monies. What's, what's going on here now? What's going on? What's in the course? Are you cheating me? <laughs> you know, so I made the colossal mistake a lot of us, a lot of children make You rejected it. No, no. I took the money and I said, no, no, okay. no, 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 you're cheating me. I went to give it to my father. <laughs> I see that I never saw my money till date. Because every time Sorry. I ask you, darling, please, can I, he will ask you, the school fees in your school are you the one so i fell for that a few times but yeah. yes i understand the problem that your yeah. son is facing now the computation problem exactly he equates the value of the money to the number of the, the notes. number of the notes exactly but then for me i see it as an opportunity why because i can now teach him even about currency uh, notes so, yeah. how to make change you know and all of mm -hmm. that so the plan is he's gone on holidays from today so by the time you mean i think early may um on the second or fourth of may if i remember correctly now uh, we're going to get him started with um uh, him buying the snacks you know from himself okay. <laughs> so he's going to be the supplier for the snacks and let's see how that goes but the point i seek to make is that it's so glaring that we don't understand money the way money works like we should and this is because we were not taught when we were younger you know and we've grown to become adults without understanding how money really works and if we don't understand how money works it's going to be difficult for us to also understand how business works so you find a lot of people who are very busy you know the, the fashion designing or the bake cakes or the cook just so busy with that thing mm. but year in year out they can't really count what they've achieved monetarily or if you like economically from that venture so you can actually be busy you can be skilled you could be talented doing that thing over and over again for years but you can't count the reason is simply because you've not really understood how money works if you understand how money works some of us may not even venture into that business we want to start because we'll first pay attention to the numbers if i put this how much am i going to get and all of that and the same thing applies to investing you know, because people want to invest 10,000 naira in one of these investment schemes mm. and expect it to grow to 1 million naira in three months. And it's a glaring evidence that we don't understand how money works. In fact, if somebody comes to, me, to you 
and say if you give me ten thousand naira in three months time i'm going to give you back your ten thousand naira with sixty percent you run so far away from that person because Isn't it is that clear all the time that this person say, doesn't know what they are saying all the time i say it is greed and ignorance yes that make nigerians fall prey to these get rich quick schemes that's just the truth. Very true, very true. But you know what? You, you know what? The promoters of these get rich quick schemes know this thing. Yes, and they understand they exactly. They exploit it. Guess what? If another one shows up tomorrow, people will still fall prey. Yes, to yes, yes. Well, I've been told quite a few times that I don't take enough risk. That's why I don't have all the money that mm. I want. Because I'll always say, yeah. every time you come up with your idea, now money is hard to come by. Yes, in fact, it's even worse now. Yes. You're not working any less. You're probably working more, but the money you're you're getting is not more. And even where you make more, the value is not as much as it was before. Yes. So we're facing multifaceted problems. So when you come and you say you have this business idea, and I agree, I say okay, fine, let me hear it. And then you tell me, and I say, well, I've thought about it. I'm sorry, I won't be putting my money in. And you get angry. I for me, I just look at it and like, I mean, what's going on here? Yeah. Why are you angry? Are no fit, and most times for those who are smart, some people get angry. They don't ask you why, but a few people have asked me, "Why don't you want to invest with us?" And I say the truth is, I don't see. I believe in buying and selling, whether it is goods or services. Yes, I believe that's the purest way to make your money: buying and selling. Yes, there has to be some an exchange of, the, of yes, tangible value. Some of the world's wealthiest people, if not all of them are selling tangible things and that's yes. why they're able to retain their position they look yes. at the society they perceive a need in the society whether physical or not you understand and they provide that need and get paid for it yes. so they're able to grow higher so when you come with an idea and i say okay i've heard what you said about the investment i'm not much into this i don't know a lot about it now what exactly is it that you're selling and you say no 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 the money goes through this mechanism i said i don't understand that you see there when you talk about the mechanism you've lost me so mm. i won't be putting my money into it now if you come and you say putting this amount of money i'm going to this particular area they don't have good water and I'm starting a sachet water company in that place. Yes. I'm more likely to put in my money. Yes, because yes, you can see the management. value. You can yes. see the problem. You know, you can see the solution. And you can see how money how this, how is are going we to flow money? through the system. Exactly. Yeah. Now, bad management could actually result in that business Failing. going really up. And yeah. I'm losing out on my money. Yeah. But I didn't lose out because I looked for a quick way to make money without understanding. Yes. We don't seek to understand the business. We just seek to know that most important thing is we'll get high returns on investment that's exactly. a problem but now to this example you gave of your son i don't know you know how many people who are listening were millennials okay okay but for a lot of millennials it was not uncommon from primary school okay to see you involving in small trading yeah. during holidays yeah holiday seasons i remember that uh, things like oranges we're usually in season during third term holiday, which is sometime from July, you know, to September. So you would find a lot of your classmates, who you were in primary school and secondary school, who sold oranges, who sold granites, some sold, you know, soda drinks, yeah, and all of those, those little little things. Not all the kids that were in the markets mm. hawking these products, yeah 
were selling to put in someone's coffers. Yes. I, I, I'll give you an idea for me. Okay. I sold, um, I remember very clearly one particular time that I sold mineral. Okay. Do you know why I remember? The day I made the most sales was the day Nigeria beat Brazil in Atlanta 96. Wow. You know, we were all up and watching the game. Now, I'd gone out that evening to get three crates of drinks. Now, yeah. I got the drinks in anticipation of an event happening around my area on the weekend. Okay. But then, as luck would have it, Bebeto now. Bebeto. Tell him what showed skills. Yeah. You know? And all of my drinks were bought that night because people just kept coming. Give, give, give. Just everybody here. Give them 10 bottles. Just give them drinks. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and it's not these days where you will see even 14 year olds declare Nabie. You understand? Then even declare, you can declare even for old men. You know, a mm. bottle of some soda drink is cool. So people kept coming, and before you knew it, I had to say, I'm sorry, I don't have drinks anymore to mm. sell. Now, the idea of it was, of course, the money to start the business wasn't mine. Yes. But I'd been given a certain amount of money, and I was expected to do some kind of economic activity in cause of the very long holiday yeah. that I had. Now, let me let you in on the truth. I sold the drinks, yeah. But I think I had some part of the money. Okay. <laughs> and then when school resumed, my dad said, okay, school has resumed. How much fees and all that sorted out. And he said, you're going to buy your notebooks yourself. Okay. It was the first time. And I was like, hmm? now I knew I'd eaten my business money. Yes. Some part of it. So he said, you're going to I buy... I chopped the money. Yeah. I was like... Genge. Of course, I was not going to tell my father to chop to the money. That's a fact. I, I can tell. I don't know how for other people it was, but yeah. I, I didn't have that kind of guts. Okay. So I kept quiet. He now explained, did his own calculation of how much profit I would have made from the over two months of selling those drinks. Mm. So it should have been more than enough to buy the number of books I needed. To start just on by the way yeah so i i didn't i didn't say anything and i went you know now usually it's mom seeing your hand reached now and i went to mom see and cried you know and she said okay she will give the remaining money for the books my sister was supposed to go and buy the books for me she'll give the remaining money for the books but that for a certain period of time I was going to be helping her go to the market. I'll, I'll be following her to the market. I'll be carrying her bag. Any day she goes to the market and she has excess luggage, I will ferry all of the luggage from where the vehicle drops her to the house. That was how it was going to be for some weeks. That's how I was going to walk out, walk off that money, you know. And then, of course. She gave the money out. I didn't know she had told my dad that that chopped the money. You know, I thought it was our secret, but <laughs> <laughs> eventually I got to discover that she had told him and he approved of the way. Somehow I had to make yeah. the money. You understand? But this is this is why I'm sharing the story. Okay. This is why I'm sharing with you. I knew a lot of my classmates, both in primary school and in secondary school, that did the same thing. Dang. Yet we are in a generation where we have a lot of us who still do not know how money works, works. and we do not have a firm grasp on doing business. Yes. So I'm asking you now. Yes, please. 
what are you doing differently? Which advice, which different advice, aside from what you have told me, which knows what we did growing up? Yes. Which other advice would you give to this, your friend, with a five-year-old son? Yes. On the basics of business to teach his son that will not only impact him now, but also stay with him into the future. Yes. Not like we who forgot after yes. a while and, yes. you know, reverted to calling every uncle who didn't give us money, mm. wicked, mean, and stingy, mm. and then loving those who would always give mm. us money. What there's, 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 there's a reason why educationists have what they call a curriculum. Mm. This curriculum have different models spread over a period of time. Yeah. So you don't teach one thing and leave it idle till you teach another thing. There's a logical sequence to this thing. Mm. Like I told my friend, he shouldn't even bother teaching his children business. That's jumping the gun. No. I said it earlier on okay. that there has to be a basis. You can't start teaching children, you know, verbs and nouns and all that when they've not understood the alphabet. Mm -hmm. So before you teach business, before you even ask them to do business, you need to just start teaching them money first. Okay. First, help them to understand. So you can give a child an activity. If the child does not understand that activity, you still miss the point. Which is what happens with those of us who had parents that gave us economic activities to do, just mm -hmm. like yourself and just like myself, even though we had a lot more that didn't even do anything. You know, but the point is that if you tell a child to stop banging doors and you never explain to that child why they should stop banging doors, they won't get the point. So the, the lesson will be lost on them by yes, the time they grow up. That's true. I agree. You don't spank a child without letting the child know why they are being spanked, what they did wrong. So that just becomes a case of you you're just wicked. You're just wicked. You just vent your anger. In fact, you lack you lack self control. So you just lash out at the child, scold, shout, scream, pick the nearest cane and all that. But the most important thing, you still miss it out. Which is what? Teaching lesson. the child, the lesson, correcting the child. Mm. In fact, no matter how hard you beat a child, you've not really carried out discipline. If you don't teach that child what the child did wrong and what the correct action should be, if you only flog that child, if flog that child, the child collapse, you'll be arrested. Mm. Because you've not done the right thing. Okay. So the point is, like I told my friend, is teach the children about money first. Mm. Let them understand what you owe them and what you don't owe them. Let them understand the point at which they need to earn their own money to do certain things. And that even when it is their own money that they earn, they, they cannot also afford to spend it just anyhow okay. they like. Okay. Once you are able to help them understand this, remember I mentioned again, earning their own money, spending their own money, saving, saving their, their own, own money, money, and then growing their money. Growing the money is where investment comes, comes in. is where business comes in. Because why do you want to do business? You have some seed money somewhere. You want to start something that would grow it for you. If you can't grow that thing, it simply means that the business will die because you'll be eating out of it, but it's not growing. What happens? It shuts down. So you want to grow money. You want to earn. You want to spend. Of course, there's no way you're going to earn money without spending. You must spend money. Definitely. The day you meet anybody who earns and never spends, please introduce me to that person because I want to meet that person. Let the person anoint me. It's not possible. Say, oh, it's not possible. It's not possible. It's so not possible. you must spend. You use money to make money now. Exactly. You must spend. Must. And then you have to now what? Save. Yeah. But saving is not enough. 
You have to grow that money. You have money. to grow because if you just leave the money at just savings, it's also losing value. So you a have to value learn how of to grow. Hundred thousand last yes, year. Last year, as close as, as last, last year, year. Yes, it's not the value of two hundred thousand today. I oh. can assure you. I went to the market a few days ago, and the woman was lamenting bitterly. What you woman? Like, the a woman who sells at the market? No, the one who came to buy. Okay, someone who came to buy yes. stuff at. Okay, she was lamenting at. You know, like. She was so bitter. She was talking, and tears were in her eyes. You could. She was bitter. What caught my attention was, she said, "If I tell my husband, he won't believe. He will not believe it." But this, my <laughs> same husband, the things that he likes to buy, he knows they have increased in price. Yeah. Now I look like a bad woman because he's still giving me the money he gave me last year. And, and when it's I go coming back on with fewer things, things. <laughs> he looks like I'm stealing from the family. Yeah. You understand? She was very bitter. She was lamenting, and because she was echoing my thoughts, I was really touched. You know, I, I just, I was just looking at her. Of course, you know how market setting is now. That the mm. madam is even people who are selling. Are complaining people are bringing forward you know this madam this is my market when i start if i tell you how much i start and this table you see here now the money i start and i like times five of ammo yet what's on the table is less than what we had this yeah. is the story so if you're just saving your money you're, you're losing value you're, saving it, you're losing money you're losing value because yeah if what you have is two hundred thousand and you have that two hundred thousand there january last year by this year, they say 200,000 naira and they behave like 20,000 and nobody they talk. I'm telling you. And it is true. That's a reality. But here's a question. This this is my going away question for okay. today because okay. we have to, we have to. Next next with. episode, we're actually going to talk about investing because this was to serve as an introduction. Thank we, you. We need now, to, now we need to share actually, tips. You've actually yes. hit the nail on the head. Yes. In the bid to grow money, yes. a lot of people have lost their money. Money, yes. How do you measure risk yes this is not about how to decide where to put your money and then somebody yes. comes and says i will give you high returns on investment no mm. how do you measure risk worthy risk you yeah. have to put your money so that if you lose out like someone said you lose is not the end of the world yeah you lose you will still make money that you lost the money you didn't get that money back but you made mm. other money isn't it? yeah you have to keep putting it there so how do we grow people's confidence in investments because it seems like how, how, do, how can now, people become that, more intelligent with their investments exactly, yes that's what like, we discussed next week all over nigeria let me let me make it local for us yes all please. over nigeria now it seems like there are just schemes to just take your money take your money that are existing all over the place yes. this one will come it will sound so credible you know you will get people talking about it and they Full a large crowd of people, and the next all, thing all that we have, God gave us. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I'm sure you don't know where that statement came from. <laughs> you have to tell me, but uh, no, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> that, that's, that's the last of my questions today because uh, we have yes, yes. Next next, next episode, we're going to discuss um, the basics of investing. You know, or becoming a smart investor. I think I, I prefer the second one. Okay. Yeah, becoming a smart investor, investor. or becoming a smarter investor. I think I prefer the, the third one now. <laughs> Becoming a smarter investor. That's what we'll talk about. But I just hope that um, we've been able to stir up your thoughts with regards to um, understanding money. Mm. Now, you may think that you're already an adult and there are lots of things that is quite difficult to learn at adult stage, even though I don't think so for a lot of things as well too. Mm. But it's easier to teach our children. So do you have children? Do you have younger cousins? Do you have younger ones? In any way that you can, you need to actually start teaching them based on your experience. There's no adult that doesn't have experience when it comes to money. 
money. Life teaches us. Yes. We don't need to attend any seminar to learn about money at this point. Life Sorry. teaches us. You know when you have a lot of friends. Let me close with this. You have a lot of friends, you know, and everybody knows that you have a lot of friends. But it's in your time of need financial need that you actually know whether you have friends, friends or, not. or not friends the friends that you can freely approach that see you see the situation you know, and you are not feeling ashamed you are not struggling with it you know and then the friends that you know that maybe just open your mouth ah the gist has gone around town you know and all of that bloggers exactly so it's at that point so we need to understand that life has taught us about money already as adults whether we want to learn it or, or not so we need to teach our younger ones better you know okay. when they are making in the days when they are making money they need to learn how to save because the money may not always come mm. you know with some of us we've tasted money and we thought it would keep coming that way but it didn't and that's how we got down so anyway i just hope that we've learned um something remember what our mission is once again on the show is to help you do business better, better. thank you very much maple catch maximum satisfaction on air it's only on garden city radio for hardcore nigeria for hardcore